When we think of shift work, our mind immediately goes straight to night shift, doesn't it? It is the shift that most people struggle with. So in today's episode, I will give you my top five strategies to best deal with the night shift. Shift work can be brutal, but it doesn't have to be. Welcome to a healthy shift. My name is Roger Sutherland, certified nutritionist, veteran law enforcement officer, and 24-7 shift worker for almost four decades. Through this podcast, I aim to educate shift workers using evidence-based methods to not only survive the rigors of shift work, but thrive. My goal is to empower shift workers to improve their health and well-being so they have more energy to do the things they love. Enjoy today's show. And welcome to today's show. Today, my top five strategies to best cope with night shift. Night shift. We really struggle with it, don't we? We feel so awful because we're out of alignment with our circadian rhythm, which for our whole life has worked around light and dark, and here we are getting light when it's normally dark, moving when we don't normally, and worst of all, we're eating when we shouldn't be. Then suddenly, we're back in line with it then slightly out of line, then we're in line, then we're out of line again. It's no wonder our body is so confused, which creates all sorts of stresses in our body, leaves us feeling fatigued and downright feeling like shite, correct? Sadly, research shows that night shift is extremely bad for our health. But as much as I agree it is bad for us, I honestly believe that most of us self-sabotage, which creates the problem. So in today's episode, I'm just going to touch on some really simple top five strategies of mine to best cope with the night shift to help our body best function with it. My number one is going to be my number one pillar, obviously, and that will be sleep. Straight home, straight to bed. I know, I know. Some of you feel like you need to go to the gym on the way home. We do not stop at the gym on the way home to train. It is literally pointless. Now, why is it pointless? Well, it is pointless because at that time in the morning, even though we are out of line with our circadian rhythm, our circadian rhythm is still functioning normally. And this is when our blood pressure is elevated. This is when we are insulin resistant. And this is when our body is at its lowest body temperature. It is not the time to go to the gym. We get negative adaptations from the training. We don't get positive. So what we want to do is we want to just get straight home and rest that poor body that has done us well overnight. Now, I've spoken numerous times about blocking blue light and avoiding the sunrise because it triggers to our body to be awake and productive. So how do we do this on night shift? I spoke about it in my blue light blocking podcast a while ago. And what I would highly suggest that people do is go into my Instagram, go into my bio, use my 20% off code there and get yourself a pair of amber lens blue light blocking glasses. Now these assist us to avoid that sunrise. 
that sunrise actually triggers our body that it is time for us to be awake and to be productive. Think about it. You've worked night shift, and now what you're going to do is you're going to drive home in the light, then you're going to put a load of washing on, and then you're going to eat, and then you're going to do everything, and then you try to go to bed and you can't sleep. The best possible thing that you can actually do is to get a pair of blue light blockers, and I highly recommend the Swanick ones, and they are actually, as I said, linked in my bio. You might look like Bono driving home, but boy, they make a difference, and they help you to sleep. And you leave those on until you get into bed and you put your um, sleep mask on. Okay, see. So Probably not so much through the shower, but you know, you could wear them through the shower, it'd be a good idea. We need to block the blue light full stop. Now, the other thing that we need to do is we need to sleep non medicated. All right, I know a lot of you out there are using medications to help you to sleep, but I want you to really do a bit of soul searching here and have a really good look at what you're doing before you get home and go to go to sleep. And ask yourself whether it is the medication that you need to sleep or whether you need to change that routine. Because in the words of the famous Tom Coleman, who's coming up in a few weeks, we don't have a sleep problem. What we have is a social priorities problem. And as a general rule, if you are not sleeping, then have a look at what you've done in the preceding few hours before that, all right? It's probably not helping you in any way whatsoever. Another thing that's really important for you to understand on night shift, putting medications, sleep medications, into your body, you're actually not sleeping. What you're doing is you are unconscious. And this is one of the reasons why we continually stuff ourselves up. We get more and more tired because we haven't actually slept. We've been unconscious. And you might wake up wake up, you think you're waking up some eight hours later and you think, whoa, I just got eight hours. Yeah, this rest of it's fantastic or this sleeping um, tablet or whatever it is I've taken, but you haven't actually been asleep. What you've done is you've been knocked out and what we need to do is we need to avoid the medications unless it's prescribed by a doctor because you have shift work sleep disorder and that would be the only real exception to it. Now, we need to work hard on our sleep hygiene. Now, our sleep hygiene is the routine that we go through to trigger ourselves for sleep. The sleep hygiene is where we start that from the second we walk out of work. Now, I've spoken about this numerous times. Soft music, blue light blockers, just be calm on the way home. Just breathe. Just think about some of the things. Trigger some some of your voice notes to clear your mind, to get rid of things out of your mind as you're going. We need to get home with that nice sleep hygiene and we need to get as much sleep as we possibly can. I can assure you that if you create the environment, your body will take care of the rest of it for you. Dark room. Block out blinds. A cool room a sleep mask, earplugs, and maybe even a fan just for some white noise and some air movement. All of these things help in relation to the sleep. So the main message, we must focus on that sleep. The next one, caffeine. 
While I'm talking about sleep, I'm going to go into the caffeine side of it. Sorry, not sorry. Cut the caffeine at midnight. You're on night shift. I'm really sorry, and I know you think that you actually need the caffeine after midnight, but if you cut the caffeine at midnight, you will sleep better when you get home, and that means that there will be less need for the caffeine overnight. I know that's incomprehensible to you at this point in time, but I can assure you that if you cut the caffeine at midnight and get yourself into a routine of doing this, more hydration, less caffeine, and then it will mean that you will have a better quality sleep when you get home because you're going straight home and you're going to focus on your sleep, aren't you? That's right. So when you wake up, that is when you have your caffeine. Obviously, after you hydrate, yeah? Because what happens is, when we sleep, we have flushed the adenosine out of our brain, right? The adenosine is the sleep pressure that builds up, forcing us to need to go to sleep. So when you haven't had the caffeine, when you've, sorry, slept, and the adenosine has flushed out of the brain, when you wake up and you fully hydrate, and then you have your caffeine, you then block the adenosine And this is what keeps you going all the time. So by stopping the caffeine at midnight, that means you sleep better when you do get home. The next thing, hydrate. We hydrate before we caffeinate. Get the hydration in as soon as you wake up. A huge glass of water and possibly even the electrolytes. Now the electrolytes are potassium, sodium and manganese and you can get this in the form of you might want to have a Barocca Sport or some, or have your own electrolyte mixed drink or something like that. But we need to get those electrolytes in. Coconut water is excellent for electrolytes as well. It's a really good natural form of electrolytes. So you could have a big glass of water or you could make something up with some coconut water and put that in it. We need to drink more water than normal, and this is the other reason why I suggest that we uh, you try have electrolytes, because if we're going to be drinking more water, what we actually do is we flush the potassium, sodium, and manganese out of our system, and we don't want to leave ourselves deficient in electrolytes in our body, or we start to feel flat. Drink more water than normal, get your coffee, and get outside to trigger to your body that it's daytime and to get going. Even though we're on night shift and we're out of sync, what we need to do is we need to get ourselves the light when the during the daytime and the no light at the dark time. That's the most important. Now, before you go in for work at night, that's the good time for you to have your Barocca Sport before you go into work. Now, I say this because you get the B vitamins in the Barocca Sport, which are really important, and you also get the electrolytes. Now, the B vitamins energize our cells. This is what gets us up and going. And the electrolytes actually assist with the uptake of water into the cell. So we've got an energized, waterized cell. So we're properly hydrated. Now, females, you're kitted up and it makes it extremely difficult. I'm very sympathetic to you. It makes it very, very difficult for you to go to the bathroom. Same goes for nurses and anybody else that's in that situation or the females or people that can't actually just get to the bathroom. You can still drink the maximum amount of water outside of your shifts, which will help you enormously 
with your hydration. Don't think, oh, I couldn't drink during the shift, so I won't drink now. Get that water in and keep getting it in. That's number three. Number four, walk as exercise, all right? Now, when you get up, you don't need to do too much, just for the light and for the movement. This is when you would also resistance train if you are one of those people that crave it. But this is not the time to train if you think you have to. There are people who thrive on resistance training and their body craves it. And this is the time that you do it. You get home from work on night shift, you sleep, you then get up and you would then go and resistance train. But just a deload week, a gentle week for yourself. But you don't go and resistance train if you're forcing yourself to because you think that that's something that you have to do. Walking is an excellent exercise when you're on night shift. It gets your body up and moving. It gets you out in that light, which triggers our circadian rhythm. It gets our body moving as far as the blood flow, gets the endocrine system moving, gets everything going, and this is what gets us feeling better. So that's number four. Number five, you guessed it, don't eat after midnight. Now, I would highly suggest that people have their larger meal if you need it, from 2100 to 2300, 9 p.m. to 11 p.m., to get you through if you need to. But I want to be clear also, there's more and more evidence that's being uh, that's coming out now which so shows that it is best to avoid eating and certainly anything heavy during the dark hours. We need to try and stick to eating during the daylight hours and this is going to be enormously beneficial. Now... The other thing is, ladies, the best thing for you to do is to avoid eating as much as you can possibly eat. The female digestive tract is very compromised as it is. So overnight shift, to be able to not eat and to give your digestive tract a rest and just drink water and just keep your system moving is an ideal thing to do. Now, I want to be very, very clear with everybody about this overnight fast and I'm going to reiterate this over and over and over again. Fasting is ideal but it's not ideal if you get home and you overeat because you're over hungry. You need to check in with yourself. I say don't eat after midnight. I'm not instructing you not to eat. What I'm saying to you is if you can don't eat. It is more beneficial for you. You can certainly do it. It's a matter of just conditioning yourself to being able to do that. But what I would highly recommend that you do is if you are in a position where you can't and you get home and you are overeating, then what you need to do is have something like a yogurt with a protein powder or a protein shake through the night or just some yogurt and some berries or something like that at around about four o'clock, three, four o'clock in the morning at that time when you are ravenous, all right? And particularly towards the end of a run of nights, if you're having a run of nights, like if you're doing five or six or seven, as you get towards night five or six or seven, that's the nights that you do start getting more and more fatigued, so therefore your ghrelin is elevated and you will be more tired. All right, so that is my five strategies to best cope with the night shift. There are many more, and I could literally go on and on and on. My main one, though, and I was taught this by a colleague, and I'm very, very grateful for it. 
Never make a big decision on night shift. Let that sink in. Never make a big decision on night shift. And of you that would do the online shopping, that can be a trap too. Have you ever got to days off and a delivery arrives and you think, oh, I actually don't recall ordering that? Anyway, that would be me. And moving right along. All right, so just to quickly recap on those. Number one, sleep. Non-medicated sleep. Create the sleep hygiene. Blue light blockers. Caffeine, cut the caffeine at midnight. It will help you to sleep. More sleep means the less need for caffeine. Hydrate before you caffeinate. More water than normal and put those electrolytes in as well. They will make you feel so much better. And I do highly recommend the Barocca Sport as well. It is simply a game changer for so many people. You ladies that are kitted up, you can still drink the water outside of the shift. We just walk as exercise on night shift. It's enormously beneficial and not to eat after midnight, which will just make such a difference to not only how you feel, but it will stop you from putting on weight as well. Okay. Now, what I would like to talk about today just briefly as well is my one-to-one consults that I do. So what I'm doing is I have opened it up. I get many, many questions through my DMs from people asking me questions around shift work and things like that. It's very, very difficult for me to answer questions without full context. So what I've done is I've actually opened up the book and opened up the calendar for people to ask me questions or ask me questions that are bespoke for you. What we put out on social media is very generic and it is generic to everybody and it doesn't factor in you and what your life is, what your working life is, what your social life is. It doesn't factor in your own shift work schedule, your own uh, roster and what you're actually coping with. So it's really, really important that you get personalized information for you and I'm here for it. Now, you can go into my bio, my Instagram bio, and in there is a one-to-one consult form under my inquiry forms. You can complete that form and it will bring you through and upon submission, it will ask you a series of questions and what you would like to ask me. What we would then do is you would then have access to my calendar to book a time that's convenient for you. And then... What I will do is I will swap emails to get clarification with you on what the questions are and maybe even ask you a few questions in the background so that we can maximise the time together. Now, generally, it would be one hour and then you would pay for 15-minute blocks after that one hour as well, all right? So it's important that you know that. And I just want to help as many people as I can. And sometimes people don't want full-on 12 weeks of coaching. They, they don't want it financially. They don't want it in any other way. But what they do want is they just literally want to ask questions and get answers to it. And I'm here for it. So complete the form in the bio, access the calendar at a time that suits you, and then we will have a video face-to-face Zoom meeting where we will discuss bespoke to you and your situation. If that sounds like you, then hit me up. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you get notified whenever a new episode is released. 
It would also be ever so helpful if you could leave a rating and review on the app you're currently listening on. If you want to know more about me or work with me, you can go to ahealthyshift.com. I'll catch you on the next one.